The audio you're about to hear was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm. All right. Battles out there throughout the globe. We're back. It's been a long hiatus, but uh, as some of you already know, transitioning and adapting and finding a new normal in veteran life is a continuous adventure. And pretty much like active duty, the only constant is uh, change. So gotta take it moment by moment. That said, we're excited to share a lot of news with you, a lot of lessons learned. Um, hopefully you will take them and apply to your transition. And also for those of you on active duty, prayer is always with you you will find some value in some of the information, all of the information that we give you. Because if it's not for you, it's for a battle buddy, someone you know, someone in your unit, subordinate, superior, whatever, somebody that you know uh, across the ranks. Also, um, wanted you to know that we're looking to get in more information for family members as well, right? Because it is because of our family members out there support, their love, their encouragement that we make it through every day and keep on making it through. So all of that to follow in bits and pieces as we utilize this new platform as well, okay? So first thing to discuss tonight is if you are starting your active duty career or are in your mid-season in your career, Key suggestions. Start positioning yourself financially. Little by little, utilize only half of your first and 15th pay that you get. Okay? It's going to make sense to you. That is going to train you to start looking at what you need to save so that However your transition comes about, and it comes about for all of us, we all get into the military and we all ultimately at some point in time, hopefully in aligned in with our choosing, but it will be time for us to transition and go. It is best when we are doing that transition and we are prepared and remove some of the things that can weigh us down. One of the key things that weighs us down across the board with dependents, without dependents, are our finances. Okay. The first and the fifteenth is a very comfortable routine. That said, it does offer the opportunity to really be better prepared. So battles out there, I get it. You're getting used to either having the consistency of the salary, but shock yourself similarly to the shock you got during basic training or whatever your most recent school for development um, has been, okay? Start with that. Start setting up an account, allotment, if you will, and set that money aside. Now, we're going to talk about different options, what you can do with that, because that will provide you your cushion and also peace of mind, in, in, in at least in all things dealing with finances. Because when you least expect it, some things will come up that will require you to have those resources in place, okay? If you're just coming in as well, 
Look at the educational opportunities. You know, they keep on changing. So now your tuition assistance is different than my 20th century tuition assistance. But whatever it is, decide how you're going to use it right now. Also, get online to eBenefits. So you know about your VA certificates. If you've been in the military for a while, you've already accumulated and earned that credit. If you're new, you will at least start your account. Okay? Some key things. So start looking at shocking yourself with half your finances, right? Half your paycheck, whether you choose the first, the 15th, however, so that you can see and you can understand what it feels like should a situation like that occur. But the beauty of it is, it's us training for you to not have that issue, okay? So again, we're glad we're back, hiatus and all, and look forward to chatting again. So, why are we starting with finances? Right? The last broadcast, we, we mainly focused on you setting up a strategy for your finances, while on active duty, preferably before the time arrives for you to transition, whether it's a separation or it's a retirement or it's a medical uh, retirement, we start with finances because when you have that cushion and you've shocked yourself into what possibilities can look like when transition is near, you will hopefully buffer you and your family, whatever status you are at that time of transition, with some peace of mind for expenses, for whatever the requirements you're going to have as far as financial needs. Now, some other things we'd like to suggest. Whatever base you're on, look to find a professional mentorship organization. Now, I know you've heard mentorship, mentorship, yeah, you're looking for a senior NCO or a senior officer. Yes, you're going to, some of those will gravitate to you in some way, shape, and form, or you'll gravitate to. But I mean a a separate um, entity. For example, in Fort Jackson, they have the Professional uh, Female Mentorship Network. Now, this network is powerful. Why? Because it affords folks on active duty, in uniform, and out of uniform to connect, to exchange ideas, exchange information, um, get some lessons learned, get some guidance, especially at, you know, at a new place. If you're already there still, it helps because maybe you need career advice or maybe you just need career support or you need to figure out what else you need to be looking at in your peripherals. Okay, those mentorship organizations are invaluable. So I can attest to the one at Fort Jackson in Columbia, South Carolina, but I I highly suggest do that. If there's not one that you're readily aware of, one of the best places that I'm really pushing highly is find your local vet center. Not your local VA, but your veteran center. Now, they, they are mainly throughout the United States, Think in cities near bases. That said, find them because they provide counseling for OEF, OIF service members, for their families, for our families. 
But it's also another network for you to connect with veterans, even while on active duty, to be even better prepared for what veteran life will look like on the horizon for you, right? So find your local vet center. If you say, well, I'm not an OEF or IF, well, okay, find them, tell, ask them, hey, what, you know, what information can they give you? But if you are an OEF or IF, which right now I'd say the majority of the generation in the military has been touched by 9-11 um, in some way, shape, and form, and def most likely served in, under OEF or IF tours, it's imperative that you make that a priority for yourself and your family to start seeing what else you may not be looking at right now, to start seeing what signs and symptoms look like of PTSD, okay? Yes, that's it's real. It's real, you all. Compounded trauma, it's real. And you have we have way too many. We have thousands of vets dying each day. I've hit walls, literally, where I felt like, that's it, I'm going to give up. But for the grace of God and those who cared about me and some good counselors and social workers. So I say that to you because whether you're with dependents, without dependents, it is imperative that you, uh, you develop a support system that will best help you stay the course, prepare for your transition, whatever the case may be, prepare for deployment, adapt to your new environment in a new base, all of that. So you find finding that effective, productive, supportive guidance from the get jump is going to give you such great return on investment throughout your career and especially as you transition because now you get to get the insight of those of us that have already crossed that threshold and you get to take away our lessons learned and do better. All right, we'll chat again. The audio you just heard was recorded in Anchor. Learn more at anchor.fm.